We're now in the studio with our economics reporter, Tsepo Mwai, to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, the, this matter and uh, the different views that are being expressed. So, Tsepo, first of all, welcome. But let's start with the relevance of the order, remedial action ordered by the public protector on a need to review the constitution with regards to the role of the South African National Reserve Bank and its mandate in terms of socio-economic perspective. Are the two related or are people just drawing one into the other? I think um, there there is a, a bit of confusion in terms of the role of the Reserve Bank um, um, if you look at it, um, it is parliament, it's government that uh, come up with the laws and those laws eventually uh, govern institutions like uh, the South African Reserve Bank. Um, the issue of inflation targeting, it's its an issue that has been raised repeat, repeatedly in the past uh, for, for, for several years now. Mm. And there's been concerns that is the Reserve Bank's mandate uh, support economic growth? But then um, if you look at the bank, we need to ask what is it that the Reserve Bank can do to stimulate growth. The Reserve Bank has been given the inflation targeting as an instrument, uh, one instrument that can support growth, but with the objective and mandate of uh, ensuring that the money in our pockets, the value of money in our pockets, is protected. Uh, uh, through uh, uh, interest rates, uh, which um, others call it a royal cow. Um, You do it the other way around, people complain, move it the other way, people will still complain. Um, It's just a fine balancing act uh, that uh, the Reserve Bank has to... uh, Mm. And and, and those distinctions, I want to specifically illuminate that, because we're talking about A, the functions of the South African Reserve Bank and the mandate. And when people are reviewing this whole outcome of the public protector, is it my imagination or is there a sense that they're conflating conflating the two? There may be some... confusion because I think if it's growth, economic growth that we need to stimulate, we have to look at all instruments that are available in in a country that include your fiscal policy, your industrial policy and all of them there has to be synergy in terms of what, how do we achieve economic growth and can we ask, we need to ask if um, interest rates are reduced to a level uh, near zero, will all the problems that South Africa is currently facing go away? Um, in the United States, you have um, instances where, in, I mean, a situation where interest rates are near zero, but uh, people continue to lose their, their houses. There are still challenges that um, ordinary um, Europeans and Americans uh, continue to face almost on a daily basis. So uh, there needs to be a synergy uh, in terms of how these things are, how the, the role of the Reserve Bank is looked at and how it can support economic growth. You also mentioned the fact that, um, you know, government would then set the policy, but the Reserve Bank we know is 
ostensibly it's supposed to be independent and operate without fear or favor. One of the instruments it says, I, I recall on the debate around uh, radical economic transformation, the Reserve Bank governor saying, you know, we have to ensure price stability. And one of the ways we do that is by inflation targeting. So that is our role and that is our perspective on this thing. So we can't be going around setting uh, policy directly that deals with, uh, you know, reducing unemployment, poverty, etc. Is that basically where those who are against this decision, you know, argue from? I suppose. Um, but then people have been saying that, that some are saying that the Reserve Bank needs to do more when it comes to stimulating economic growth. Um, but the question is exactly what is it that they need to do? Um, they have mainly, primarily uh, one instrument, uh, except that they regulate banks and uh, financial institutions. I think there's a twin peak now, which uh, would broaden its its mandate. Um, what is it that they need to do? But if you look at the, 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 the latest development uh, following the public protectors' uh, um, uh, 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 calls uh, to look at the, 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 the act that governs the, 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 the Reserve Bank, um, it's very interesting um, that the bank is actually now challenging uh, that call because they are, they are saying that she acted unlawfully. Um, but I think it's also important to give parliament space, I think, to debate um, if there needs to, uh, there's a need to relook at that particular act because at the end of the day, it is the responsibility of Parliament uh, to reassess and to readjust and to amend if needs if there's a need for for such and, and indeed uh, Parliament has those power. But on the other side, you have the Reserve Bank that has to operate in line with other central banks in the world. Um, and what, for example, your International Bank of Settlements is doing and regards as best practices of, of, of central banks in the world. So they are part of that community. They have to operate within that particular uh, milieu uh, of, uh, with ad- other central banks and they cannot be doing something else different. So I think there is, uh, and, and as a result, once the uh, South African Reserve Bank moves away from that, there may be consequences.